0: I saw the Iron Claw. Have you seen it yet? Uh, yes, actually, me and
1: the wife, we just went to theater and saw it a few days ago. Loved it. It's nice. a tear
0: well, you're an easy tearjerker, though. You you cried <laughs> during the, the Passion of the Christ. That's not true. Did you or did you not cry during the Passion of the Christ? This is triggering a memory for me. Is this something that happened years ago that we were... You went and saw the theaters again, and I remember you came back and said that you cried. No, I did not. That is a lie. You time. did. You-, you said you cried. It came to you how much Jesus did for humanity.
1: <laughs>
0: that's the truth i'm
1: not I'm lying. lying are you not trolling this is legit this is real <laughs> this is what you told
0: me you I said, sat us all please down please. in your <laughs> basement
1: um i don't know if i did or not but the story does sound something like i would do and say it so, does so yeah so i'm not
0: surprised that you got the old waterworks going for the iron claw
2: Is the BWF, B-W-F wrestling, podcast. wrestling podcast with it's your host and the leader the of the BWF, B-W-F nation, B-W-F nation B-W-F the kick, Susan, 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 Little Babu, the, the undisputed BWF US US champion, A- Aaron Bischoff.
1: Welcome. BWF Nation once again to another fantastic episode of the BWF Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host Fish and thank you once again for joining us as I said this last week and the week before have been our biggest viewership episodes ever. We just keep getting bigger and stronger and growing every single week. Co-host G. Patrick Condon, please tell the folks out there who haven't already subscribed to the Hunting Party channel
0: all right all right that's enough aaron jeez (laughs) get you going right stop people i have seen from the uh data that uh uh, people are just clicking to see my first appearance and my first sentences so the quicker that we get to the real deal i'm the real deal here by the way
2: yeah the more that we
0: retain the audience That being said, yes, the hunting party presents the BWF wrestling podcast. And you're watching this on YouTube. We just want you to like subscribe, turn on the notifications and leave a comment. We're getting all these subscriptions. We're getting all these likes. And, uh, I mean, I think we're saying stuff that is worthy of conversation. Uh, I want to see more, uh, more comments. Every comment you make is another one that goes towards winning, uh, one of those belts that Aaron has back there. He's just racking them up. And for the time being, you can give us money. Buy us a coffee from ko-fi.com slash BWF podcast. No one has given us a dollar yet. You could be the very first one and that will go towards many things. Um, but uh, anything, we're not obligated to say anything, really. Uh, maybe it'll, I'll just take it and I'll buy myself a soda Pop.
1: But the money will go towards something really, really special. I swear to God, we will, We have a big announcement at the end of this episode. So you can see where money is going to go. It's a, it's a great announcement. It's a huge announcement for the BWF Wrestling Podcast. And it's going to be fun for the audience as well. So please stay tuned to the very end for this big Announcement.
0: Uh, I thought I could get you to say what it was by putting the drum roll effect on there. You're good. You're good. Normally that triggers people to just answer.
1: <laughs> I was very close, honestly. Like, yeah, oh, uh, psychological thing. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's right. So, uh, yes, as you said, uh, Aaron, we're uh, more popular than ever. The ladies the guys they love watching us and uh because we got interesting takes on things and this week we're going to be talking about what aaron what's our big uh big show about this week
1: we are going to talk about the pay-per-view that david Meltzer, at the time proclaimed to be the greatest wrestling pay-per-view of all time wow we to, yeah right we are going to talk about an oldie but a goodie wrestle, oh, it's not wrestling Jesus sorry we were going to talk about Royal Rumble 1991 one of my personal favorites
0: amazing and you're not the only person I don't I think that uh, that loves it uh, and b- correct me if I'm wrong but did we not get somebody asking us about this pay-per-view way back in July we did um, looking at it now back in july before we were even in video format we had a guy a a loyal fan a loyal bwf nation member nick who requested that we uh review the royal rumble 1991 um and he wants it he wanted to do it And I sure hope this is not any of your trivia, but uh, he wanted us to do it because at the time it had 440,000 pay-per-view buys, Aaron. Did you know that?
1: (laughs) And believe this, that is the most Royal Rumble pay-per-view buys that WWF would have until 1999. Even even with the peak Austin going on in 1998, they did not – out by the 1991 Royal Rumble. People were invested.
0: Um, amazing. I, I mean, um, Royal Rumble is uh, and it's going to be a Royal Rumble month around here. I imagine BWF podcast, uh, Royal Rumble, many people's favorite pay-per-view of the year and the start of the WrestleMania season. The road begins at the Royal Rumble. But now in this 1991 version, they had not come up with the stipulation yet that the winner would go on to face the champion uh in the main event. Um but they still managed to keep pretty good, hey? Yep,
1: yeah, absolutely. All right. Thank you, yeah. Bishop. Now honestly, <laughs> well, it, it is like the Rumble 91 is like a history a wrestling historian's wet dream. If you're like me and you just loved getting the wrestling history and just looking at storylines and moments that sparked um like the like if you go to like roll 91 it sparked everything going to wrestlemania 7 and then everything with macho man everything like that afterwards it's a very very important night it's dusty Rhodes last night in the wwf uh virgil turns on the million dollar man there's so much to go through on the, on this pay-per-view it started to slaughter winning the wwf title but yeah we will get into all that very soon condon where did you go my friend nice shirt that sorry
0: but that's on uh, me oh thank you uh my uh my uh kid i'm referring to them as although they still have a very active father in their life uh but uh my my little buddy toby got me that for uh for christmas as a gag joke i guess because it's a barbecue yes.
1: i guess uh you're become the new christian in in the household huh <laughs> the patriarchy is that what you mean
0: no sir much like how i was raised this is a mother run household here no change in that um yeah sorry i forgot to uh, put on the other camera it's been a while and and my cats are in here all the time so they're knocking around the camera uh for the screen because we are going to our very first segment i suppose the yeah which we have uh, still. I don't have any music for it or a thing. Maybe we'll do that in the time being or whatever. But it's uh, it's your
1: baby. It's the real deal. Well, maybe if you can have some theme music in the background, like maybe you can do some <laughs> to make a little beat or something. I don't Me? Know. You want me to do yeah, that? You do a little beatbox while I introduce the real deal. <laughs> I don't think I'm allowed
0: to anymore. I think that's called cultural appropriation. I'm not allowed uh, to. Fair yeah, sorry. Fair so. Nonetheless, besides your insensitive requests, let's take a look at uh, what you've been scouring around. Okay, so, uh, my God, bish. What do we got here?
1: Start it from the beginning. I'm not sure what we got here, but start it from the beginning. It's Lucha Underground. Oh, yes, yes. Highlights from Lucha Underground. Have you ever watched Lucha Underground before? No, and you know what? I, um,. I wish I did
0: um I didn't get into Lucha Underground until um until it was long over um I didn't start to watch it or anything I mean all of uh, so many guys that are wrestling in the in the big leagues now started off here and I thought that the concept was was really awesome really
1: cool you're a fan I guess loved 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 Lucha Underground I watched as much of it as I possibly could I love the storylines, the action. Like, look at this shit here. Um, if you see that guy there, do you know who that is in, in the yellow, in, in the mask? Do you know who this is? Do you know all this flippy shit? No. Who is it? It's Ricochet. Ah,
0: uh, what was his name on there was Prince something or other, wasn't it?
1: It's Puma. Yeah. Yeah. And I know I, I call Ricochet, Ricochet right now in WWF, but WWE, nice. sorry. but uh, <laughs> But he was... Awesome in Lucha Underground. If anybody out there has never seen Lucha Underground, go out of your way to watch some of the stuff because they were hardcore, man. The matches were off the charts. Yeah,
0: and the whole deal was that it was like a cinematic, right? It was the storylines were shot like it was a TV show and uh, it was much uh, much more cinematic than it was um or than anything before that time
1: they murdered someone on the show I mean what more do you want yeah it's cool I mean WWE did it first but uh no but seriously Lucha Underground is awesome check it out okay what do we got next the nxt thing oh right did you see this guy fly from the middle rope yes
0: that's right Now everybody was giving this guy a lot of props for doing it i saw this clip and i'm not impressed personally um like i don't think it takes it (laughs) i don't think he did too much i think it's the guys that were sort of catapulting him more or less right
1: looks fun as fuck though doesn't it Imagine oh yeah
0: fun. for sure for sure but he was uh he was pretty braggadocious about uh people's response to it like he knew that it was going to be uh go over well and people were like we don't know how he did it well he had oh, two guys ex- that were just <laughs> but anyways I don't know who was it what's the what's the young gentleman's name that did the move oh I, I don't fucking know nobody I don't knows to- That's it spot monkey what else we got here today coming up hard on this do you purposefully find these all on uh on
1: Facebook it's just the easiest platform for me to find these reels yeah all right Bob back all right so yeah so we are at the 40th anniversary of Hulkamania starting uh this past week Right here is right before that, a month before Hulkmania, starting with Bob Backlund and the Iron Sheik. This is the infamous spot where uh, Sheik has Bob Backlund in the camel clutch. He refuses to tap in. And they and put
0: they- in the towel. Yeah. I'm um, tall. yeah. Amazing stuff. Um, I, this is the first I've ever really, s- this is the first thing I had ever seen about Bob Backlund because they played it all the time when he returned uh to uh, have his thing with brett in 94. which is really weird because even back then he seemed like he was a really old guy um but i think what he was in his he was in his what 40s i guess like i mean certainly younger than what hogan and everybody different times i suppose but uh uh yeah they would use that as uh, the catalyst for his uh amazing heel turn really uh loved his heel turn and eventual wwf championship
1: yeah it's long-term storytelling at its best they did something 10 years ago and then he returned 10 years later and he returned and he came back as the face you know the the guy who he was you know the cheery smiley you know slap the, fit, the fans hands guy and then bob ackland snaps on rob one day or superstars I mean, yeah he and-, him up for that, and he threw the chicken wing on Brett, and he's just like freaking out and then they used like yeah he said he's never lost the championship technically he's still the champion because he never gave up i mean there's no lies you know no lies there detected so it's a great storyline we should actually probably go into that one of these days but
0: yeah i'd love to i went back uh um every now and then i'll go back and and uh just to see how well it aged and it did really well he did uh uh he did a really good job uh, for somebody that had never done any heel work uh before yeah ever and so it was really strange too that he um like because the way that he treated him, when he returned like he was bopping around there uh for like in 93 and stuff he had that uh like, like, razor alone i mean you know. yeah yeah with with no build-up didn't make any sense or whatever anyways uh bob Backlund, good hand still in good shape i hear too
1: this next clip is something unreal this is from germany i believe this is um brett the Wishman hurt not, not the hitman this is a fake brett hurt. i've seen this too <laughs> i never knew this existed but this is actually doink wrestling this fake brett that wrestled for years under this this wish man moniker i don't know how he got away with it it's so funny
0: so is that actual doink is that the real doink or a fake doink? Oh, the real doink that's so funny because in the indies uh there are loads of fake doinks on it i might may, may have talked about this uh i went to college with the guy
1: and, uh, i assumed from back in 94 that it was a real doink but uh, i could be yeah. wrong
0: no on the indies um i i went to college with this guy that dressed up as doink was his gimmick when he was wrestling around hull and stuff and he would sell uh what eight by sevens or whatever glossies of the actual doink and he i mean his he was a big guy too he didn't look anything his body shape was not the same and he had facial hair that he painted over it was wild um but yeah so it's really ironic that we're seeing the actual doink fake uh, fight a fake bret
1: <laughs> wish man hurt.
2: yeah
1: yeah i'm sure it's not yeah
0: i don't know what the legalities about that is right cuz it's like, like it's it's a, a, i don't know you can you can't really do anything about it right uh I, no I, well and you know i'm sure doink is not supposed to be fighting as doink there either right?
1: probably not no definitely not <laughs> okay moving right along yes sir we should have one or two more do you believe
0: yeah there's two more two more all right this looks like it's the million dollar man and what is the million dollar man doing in this little clip this is oh. the debut, the debut
1: of the ringmaster stone cold steve austin The <laughs> ringmaster stone cold the ringmaster steve austin <laughs> and um what what
0: uh, brought this one to mind any particular reason
1: he saw the debut of the undertaker not too long ago in his very first match and i don't know no, i just saw this this caught my eye i just wanted to see um what you thought of stone cold's promo here his promo work and do you see or would you think that he would be as big of a star as he would be by listening to this promo?
0: No, no. I remember when this whole thing was going on and uh, Ted DiBiase was talking about bringing in this guy. And so I'd never heard of uh, Steve austin i didn't put it together that he was stunning steve because i had i did see the hollywood blondes but i remembered pillman more from that so uh he came on and he didn't really have much of a i mean it wasn't much of anything was it he um uh he speaks there's no real charisma going on it's uh very strange that this is what vince decided to do with him it's it's like you know um what he's done a lot in the past which is take away somebody else somebody's best element from them
1: pretty much yeah and we'll hear him talk right now it's it's not good like it's okay but i mean it's well we'll, we'll, we'll hear it now i don't hear it
0: no i don't hear it either i don't know uh,
2: why There's no sound.
1: Okay, it's fine. If we can't hear it, it's fine. We'll save the audience three minutes of their life that they're never going to get back ever again. Yeah, so but, I'm sure we would be demonetized as well. Yeah, like he's telling everybody to look into his hand and stuff like that and feel the presence of God everybody. love so, him. God love him, yeah. So if you do want to go back, it's on YouTube. There it is. But, you know, as we said last week, not everybody's great from the start. You know, all the indie wrestlers out there.
0: But I am curious now because I am remembering the Undertaker thing and he had an especially bad promo was this on the same level?
1: No, it was slightly better.
0: Yeah. Cause I mean, Stone Cold had already like, I mean, that was the Undertaker's like first appearance and he was like, let me tell you something like, and he was like, I'm going to kill you. I think or
1: something. Yeah. And Stone Cold kept saying, yeah, man, man, man is like, man, was this what? And you could tell Stone Cold was nervous in the, in the interview. His hand was shaking a little bit, Yeah, a little nervous, uh-huh. but that's okay. I can't
0: remember. Here what we happened. go with, uh, some, uh, more indie stuff that you love.
1: Whoop. This is Jacob Fatu, um, the cousin of Roman Reigns. He's an in MLW right now, and this guy is fucking nuts. Just keep this on the screen for a couple minutes as we talk, because I want everybody to look at his fucking fantastic athleticism, and he can move like a cruiserweight, and this guy looks like he's like, what, 275 probably at least? But look at him go. But holy shit. why isn't he
0: uh why isn't he with everybody else in the fatu family
1: i have no idea he's still under contract right now with mlw uh i'm assuming jesus look at that right i'm assuming that after his contract is over that uh, aw and wwe will be calling because he is too good of a talent to be left on the indies
0: well, he's been there though, for quite some time. Like it's not, uh, he's been around there for, I mean, he was there before solo Sika. Um, and I don't want to say something that I'm not a hundred percent sure of, but I thought it was because he, uh, got in trouble. And so, uh, but i don't know um i don't know so i can't really i don't want to say much more than that but i thought that maybe it was some sort of maybe attitude thing or something but there's some it's not um like it's it's uh, uh, people people who are in the know yeah like a teddy Hart thing like people who are in the know know why he's not there so it's not like a people are scratching their heads about it
1: gotcha well if anybody watching knows or uh have any uh idea as to me why Fatu is not in the WWE right now please leave it in the comments
0: there you go Bish engagement get that engagement going I tried to start a um this is my little real deal I tried to start a uh, a meme last night I was watching a clip of uh, CM Punk and happened to pause it when he was making a face and thought you know this is uh, got meme material um no real engagement though on facebook unfortunately so maybe i don't know what a meme is maybe not oh <laughs> wait now hold on though oh breaking no names. never mind sorry no nobody nobody likes it yeah now it's official nobody liked it well nice try thank you thank you I'm going to keep trying. I'm going to keep trying. That's the thing, though. So I'm not going to let this die without a fight, yeah, Aaron. Mean. I think. What are we moving right on now to our coverage of the Royal Rumble? Nineteen
1: Ninety. Oh, no, not yet, my friend. Not Here yet, we go. We... Uh, <laughs> Royal Rumble. Aaron, start us off. All right. Let's start off with Pat. It's time for your punishment, buddy. Let's eat some peppers. Let's see you suffer. Did you bring any milk? Because you're going to need it.
0: It was, uh, what, uh, well, it's been months I think in the making uh, where I was just kicking ass in predictions left right and center and finally I fooled up and I lost and now I am rising up the ranks which is what you don't want to do in the six labors of the BWF it's a punishment ladder where you don't want to go up it's very simple people are still emailing me and stopping me on the street and asking me what is the deal with this we don't understand what are you trying to achieve a videotape and and bishop is trying to win another championship and it's no 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 bishop if he loses one more he does a punishment and then he loses that title legitimately if i i got a ways left to go i'm i think i'm only on number three of six in the labors and uh, if I were to lose, then uh, we have to do a watch along on one of our old wrestling tapes, which would destroy my career and reputation. Cancel me two, three times over. Uh, we do a lot of repugnant shit on there and uh, yeah. did not age well. So I'm desperate to make sure that this never sees the light of day. And Aaron loves that belt. Anyways point being uh if you were a avid watcher on the show you know that when aaron did this it was actually do a shot of um tabasco. tabasco sauce or hot sauce or whatever right and he almost died uh we didn't do any research and it turns out that the vinegar content in those uh hot sauces will cause a man's throat to close off uh so um so don't do that. So uh, Bishop insisted that we go with the hot pepper root. And what I got here, Aaron, this red pepper here, it is called, um, what's it called here?
1: If In the meantime, if anybody of you wants to go back and watch me uh, suffer from the hot sauce and have my throat closed, me gasp for air, go back and watch last week's episode as no sorry two weeks ago yeah Sarah white, yeah go back two weeks to our sailor white episode and at the very first at the very beginning there is a reel where you can see me choke almost to death it's fantastic content but yeah now,
0: yeah um okay so these are uh, these are considered super hot um this is a african bird's eye or the african devil um, it is, uh, found in the African wild and it's clocking it at 175,000 Scoville heat units. And at a really reduced rate, they put this in soups, hot sauces, and more. Uh, sometimes it's known as piri piri. Um, and yeah, um, um, uh, yeah, I'm just reading here that you don't. Oh, so if
1: anybody this. out there watches hot ones with the hot wings, you're looking at somewhere between the uh, bomb and maybe like number seven or so, between number seven or eight on the hot wing scale. There.
0: Wait, now is that uh, eight towards the end, like hot or yeah.
1: earlier? Oh, eight really? Yeah. Uh, the font one that they have is like 2 million Scoville or something like that. The one before that's like a million. And then they have something like like this, like 175, 200,000. Okay. Well, uh, I don't have any milk or anything. So
0: anyways, I mean, normally we should be doing this at the end of the program so that I don't have to be on camera as I suffer. But Aaron decided the run time and switch it up right before I went to camera so there we go uh
1: don't yeah. rub your eyes for God's sakes what's that don't rub your eyes after
0: Be okay careful of that. so uh there we go
1: all right all right little bite there little bite so far so it's good. good
0: it's a little tingly a little
1: tingly wow, oh, wow. <laughs> oh oh my god are you sure you don't want to get some milk my friend I don't have
0: it <laughs> it also said to wash well and I didn't do that oh
1: no oh no oh my god spit it out man you don't have to swallow that shit spit it out <laughs> no wow wow I'm very impressed so far. God, I'm very impressed. Uh, It's
0: not even really kicking in yet. Oh my God.
1: Okay. So you do have something to drink. Okay, good.
0: Uh, Oh my, it's like, I've never, uh, I, oh my God. It's like my mouth is producing a lot of saliva here now. It's hard to see because everything is red, but I'm feeling it. In, I'm feeling my face turn red.
1: Yeah, careful, careful.
0: Um, <laughs> I began immediately on my lips. Yeah. My tongue is numb right now. I can feel it down my throat. Jesus. Eyes are going over.
2: Mm.
0: Oh, <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Whew. This is not gonna go away anytime soon, buddy. Oh man. Okay, my tongue is now really like really not good. My tongue is Oh my god. It's I can feel parts of my tongue scorching that I've never felt in my life.
1: Oh Jesus Christ. Under my tongue. Under my tongue. It's burning. Holy shit. Maybe I got away with the Tabasco sauce and almost choking half to death because at least after I choked, it was over with, right? It was done. <sighs> this is lingering, man. Oh my god! <sighs> yeah, careful.
2: Yeah.
0: <sighs> <laughs> my nose is. <laughs> my nose is. <sighs> All right, you gotta. Don't worry, you gotta have to carry the show here for a little.
1: <sighs> yeah, don't worry, I got it. Breath <sighs>
2: Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, boy! It's already right,
0: fucking. Oh my god! Why did I do this? Oh, Lordy,
1: entertainment. Uh, now.
0: <clears throat> Every time I breathe out, it's more. It's like a fire is in my stomach, bitch.
2: Oh yeah! <laughs> I can't i can't get some uh, water. i
0: can't even I, I can't even think right now
1: <laughs> go get some water my friend yeah go go top uh, up uh, why'd you do this to me why wouldn't you let me just shoot tabasco sauce. Why didn't
0: you just let me shoot the tabasco sauce like why i apologize so many times to you about <laughs> not doing the research and then you said on this show numerous times, "I'm not gonna let you do that. You got to eat the pepper. I eat the pepper, Bishop. I eat the pepper, and I can't, I can't see, and I'm not thinking
1: straight anymore, Aaron." <laughs> <laughs> wow, dude, I respect you, though. I respect you. I don't do give a
2: shit. I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I don't give a shit if you respect me. My mouth is on fire, Aaron. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. And now my stomach is starting to hurt a little bit now. Now it's brewing in my tummy a little bit here.
1: Yeah, that's not going to be good later. That's not uh, It's be
0: not good, good now. Not good now, no. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, shit. Oh. it's still, it's still super hot. It's still my glasses are steaming up here. Now
1: you say that was called the African devil. Yeah. Yeah. All right, folks, African. Uh, devil. Uh, Poor guy. Oh, my God. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh,
0: it's there's something brewing in me now that I don't wish on anybody.
1: Oh right. god! <sighs> You're not going to shit yourself live on a podcast, are
0: you? Uh, I—that's to my words right now, Aaron. I can't feel my tongue. I can't feel my tongue, other than the sensation of scorched. Okay,
1: all right. What do we got coming up next? Oh, my friend, we got the chronicles. We have the Royal Rumble 1991. Don't worry, I'll we talk at the chronicles now. already. We are already at the Chronicles. Yes, sir. Time is flying. Ah oh, fuck.
0: No joke. Whew. All right. Royal
1: Rumble. 1991. Yes, sir. As we said, this was the most bought Royal Rumble, pay-per-view-wise, sent until 1999. Dave Meltzer called this pay-per-view up until this point the greatest pay-per-view the WWF has ever put on. Where's it taking place? <laughs> <laughs> This takes Take place. Where is yeah. Where is it? I think it's in Florida. Is it not? I don't know. You're the historian here. I know. I'm, right sorry, sorry. Yeah, no, I'm sorry. Royal rumble 91. I'm sorry, folks. Uh, yes. This was in Miami. Okay. There you go. And so uh, we start off with uh, the rockers versus the
0: Orient express who's in the Orient express. Oh, <laughs> <laughs>
1: So believe it or not, there are actually two different versions of the Orient Express. Um the Rockers face I don't believe it.
0: I don't believe it.
1: The Rockers face one version at WrestleMania 6. This is the other version. This one here is uh Tanaka and Paul Diamond, I do believe. And uh Dave Meltzer loves his match. He gave this match four and a half stars. He calls this the greatest tag team match of all time up until this point (laughs) military is all about it he calls Shawn Michaels one of the greatest in-ring performers in the business at this at the time and he sees nothing but great things in superstardom for him he's
0: well I mean he was right on the money there sometimes Dave uh seems to just get really into something and just you know uh just says
1: crazy stuff obviously um but you know uh, this tag team match is awesome it is great it's fantastic and it is one of the better matches of the golden era uh you can watch this match over and over again it's definitely as they say ahead of its time and Shawn michaels d- does ball out it's it's a fantastic match who wins the rockers win the rockers go over
0: and then uh what's the next match
1: well the next match is oh is that the uh
0: big boss man versus the barbarian barbarian
1: now this match you might look on paper and go "Fuck, Bros, don't want to watch it but right now big boss man and Bobby Heenan are in the middle of their big feud and Bobby Heenan is just going after the big Boss man's mother every single week oh, why st- wait oh, now
0: hold on so Heenan went after boss man's mother and then boss man who knows how much that hurts went after Big Show's dad right so that just gives credence to the old saying hurt people hurt
1: people in real life behind the scenes uh WWF officials including Bruce Pritchard went to visit the boss man's mother beforehand to tell her What's going to happen? What's going on? And then Bobby Heenan is actually a pretty good guy. And we're just doing this for fun. And she apparently was into it. She got it and she actually wanted to wrestle Bobby Heenan at one point.
0: (laughs) So was she shown on camera or was it just stuff that
1: he was saying? Or no, yeah. And that would actually build to the feud, the WrestleMania Seven feud, Bossman versus Mr. Perfect for the Intercontinental Championship. But this Barbarian and Big Bossman match was actually pretty good. Uh, I think Meltzer gave it two and three quarter stars or something like that. But um, well, very, well, what very. What do you good. give it, Bish, on the Bishop scale? I mean, it's okay. I'll, I mean, two and a half is probably yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's probably that's probably accurate cuz it was You know what zero, that reminds me
0: of is uh the Bishop Scales uh, I I was thinking of our uh, first episode we ever did. Oh
1: my god. <laughs> I
0: was going to have a thing called uh My Heart on of the of the week. Uh, I got the fucking thing muted. Anyways.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> it went yeah, Anyways, we could bring that back. Who knows? The Dick but, scale. Uh, what's your favorite barbarian match?
1: favorite barbarian match yeah god uh bro i don't fucking know man i don't even i don't know if i have a favorite barbarian match
0: yeah not many people he's one of these sort of like uh i mean uh, not even uh mid carters right he, um, he, but he was always
1: i mean he was, i apologize he, ladies and gentlemen this is not going to be easy for me um with Powers of Pain and the Warlord, that was a good tag team, but they didn't reach tag team gold or anything. They're just two big men um, going out and just clubbing your opponent. I don't know. Um, Barbarian, it's said a decent hand, but it's like saying what's your favorite Dino Bravo match or what's your favorite, you know. Dino Bravo know. took on Hulk
0: Hogan in Montreal <laughs> for the championship because it's Dino Barry Bravo Dino was, Dino was Dino the
1: Bravo What's that? It's your favorite Dino Bravo match. No, uh,
0: no. he was not working very hard in it. I gotta say, even in that <laughs> I'm looking at it now, Barbarian, uh, uh, was in a group called the super assassins with another kind of guy in that level that, that I, I, I sort of grouped together, Barbarian, warlord and berserker as sort of like three guys three three they would have made a really great faction
1: yeah I mean they got great look they're entertaining uh outside of the ring or you know on the mic but when the Bell starts this it's just a little uh kick punch little a B you know there's not that to me layers or dimensions to to the wrestling style but no it was you know, a look for sure but I guess he owned uh he owned the name
0: right because uh when he went to wcw to go to uh to be part of the dungeons of doom uh or faces of fear so he joined he made faces of fear with ming and he was still called a barbarian yeah well i mean i don't think anybody's ever talked about him as much as we just have <laughs> no
1: <laughs> if anybody has a favorite uh, barbarian match leave it in the comments <laughs>
0: all right now it says in your notes that you want to watch most of this um
1: yeah this is the meat and potatoes of the of the Chronicles here this evening okay
0: so uh I'm not going to put this anymore on screen I don't think because this is the stuff that the uh, Federation would love to take us down for I'm seeing here ultimate warrior and scary Sherry um I remember this she was uh she was uh, putting the moves on our boy, uh, Dingo, here.
1: Yes, yes, indeed. So leading up to this, Macho King Randy Savage has a guarantee from Sergeant Slaughter that if he were to win the championship from the Warrior, Macho King would be first in line to get a crack at the title. So here now we have Sensational Sherry out talking to, as you said, Dingo here, Dingo Warrior, our boy, Jimmy Hellwig, asking for the same thing for a uh shot at the WF title if warrior would retain Sherry gets on like crazy lunatic here I don't know she gets on her hands and knees and she's going to pretend to give him a blow job and all that crap and the fans are cheering for it I wow. mean it's all the attitude Era before the attitude era but um wow look boy. at the uh look at the this
0: is recorded directly off of a tape that's sweet um sherry should know that the ultimate warrior as an entity is not is non-sexual um he does not crave the touch of a lady uh, nor the touch of a man for that matter. obviously a touch of a man that would be jim helwick like the person too
1: but you can't yeah, get I'll to him like
2: there.
1: that yeah. yeah wow oh my god yeah say she gets on her knees the crowd's popping for it they're they're wanting to see some see some actually smelling his fingers I mean, it's this is crazy stuff. for 1991, this is beyond crazy for
0: 1991. Wow! And he's smiling. What does he do? Is he kick her in the in the bum? Or
1: no, he just says no. Oh, that's that's nice. According to Bruce Pritchard, Warrior wasn't saying no to Macho Man's title shot because uh, Conrad Thompson goes, "What kind of champion says no to a challenge?" and Bruce said he's saying no to Sherry's sexual advances, not Macho Man's title shot.
0: Right. Okay. So so uh, is Ultimate Warrior the WWF champion now? Oh, wow. That was an <laughs> emphatic no. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he is the WWF champion at this point. <laughs> okay. So And so Warrior is taking on Sergeant Slaughter at this pay-per-view. Correct. Okay. Yes. Now I get the context. For some reason, I thought that um so is so we're going into mania seven right correct yeah so it is this is the lead up to the uh retirement match then
1: yes 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 exactly
0: okay yeah probably ultimate warriors uh best one of my favorite matches of his second best maybe
1: go ahead arguably his best match arguably it's either hogan's wrestlemania six or savage wrestlemania seven take your pick yeah but for me personally, it's WrestleMania 7. I just love all the drama that happens afterwards, you know, with Savage rekindling with uh, Miss Elizabeth and. Yes, and the people crying in the crowds and stuff like that. I mean, yeah. uh, people
0: always yeah. give praise for Triple H uh, uh, doing the job to Ultimate Warrior, but I think that uh, Ultimate Warrior buried. Macho Man way worse than Triple H like the match went on longer but how many like Macho Man just did like like elbow drop after elbow five. drop
1: five of them what five elbow drops and in the end Warrior pins him with a boot on his chest which to <clears throat> us fans is sickening but that was Randy's idea Randy oh really yep. man God love him. I want That's this old
0: thing. school. That's like Bob Backlund crawling to the ra- uh, crawling out of the ring to the back after the uh, Diesel match. Kevin Nash says that, yeah, the six-second match. All right. So, anyways, back to this. So, we're at the end now of the Ultimate Warriors title reign in the beginning of uh, Sergeant Slaughter. It's interesting now that you uh, now that we're watching, it, it's interesting um, that you brought up the Bob Backlund thing, because this is sort of a similar thing is going on here. We're getting the title off of the Ultimate Warrior onto a transitional heel champion.
1: Pretty much the exact same thing. Yeah, absolutely. Correct. And right now. Uh, I know fans today may not realize how much heat and how much of a bad guy Sergeant Slaughter was actually at this point. Sergeant Slaughter was beloved for years during the '80s as a real American hero, and right now, um, actually, it was during this pay per view right before the Rumble they actually uh, the United States announced war on Iraq. They had a bunch of buildup before this a few days beforehand. Uh, They gave Saddam Hussein a deadline to get out of Iraq. But anyway, uh, they announced the war during this pay-per-view, and Slaughter becomes one of those hated people on the planet. He's getting death threats in real life. He has security around him 24-7 to protect him and his family because people are ready ready to kill him. They're just ready to kill him. And Sergeant Slaughter does a great job, man.
0: Now, this is at the end of uh, the Ultimate Warrior's title reign. Uh, It began at Mania 6. Great main event with Hulk Hogan, one of the best. How do you rank this title uh, run? I know that uh, business-wise, he couldn't do Hogan's numbers. Um, The run, in
1: my opinion, wasn't that great. He got, you know, he had a couple of mini feuds in between WrestleMania and SummerSlam with Ted DiBiase and stuff like that. Then he had a feud, another feud with Ravishing Rick Rude, their third pay-per-view match in like two years. Everybody knew who was going to win. It was kind of old and done. Rick Rude was kind of a little bit past his prime. And then we, you know, going through the Survivor Series, uh, 1990. Um Nothing really much happened there. I mean, Hogan and Warrior were the last two survivors at the end of the night. I mean, no big storyline there. And now here we are. Uh, Warrior is jobbing the title to Sergeant solder. So I would rank Warrior's run as a big fucking flop there you
0: go now we just saw macho man run out beat him up the ultimate warrior and then run back in so does uh warrior beat the count here or do they do the restart
1: the match co- oh okay we see yeah slaughter yeah, slaughter so ring psychology Ring of yes. psychology don't use anymore these days you know stopping the referees count letting yeah. warrior roll back well Sam you have to think for <laughs> yeah
0: um you would think that that I mean in a real thing that would be a disqualification if he put his hands on the ref and told him to stop counting but whatever I don't think that the ultimate warrior would ever have been able to be a popular champion if you ever seen any news clips or uh, any like clips of him on uh uh late night talk shows like the character itself couldn't talk to people doesn't work you know certainly not like Hulk Hogan but they couldn't talk even like uh like Macho Man who whose gimmick was a little bit too strange to be taken seriously on a on a late night talk show and then you had the ultimate warrior doing his thing um I remember seeing clips of him on Arsenio Hall it was just like uh bizarre
1: bizarre bizarre yeah but here we are yeah Warrior's got his hands on Sherry (laughs) I'm sure she liked this part right here coming up (laughs)
0: <laughs> she's such a trooper i um i loved her with uh sean michaels she i mean talk about a woman that could uh always find a place for herself on the card like she survived and she
1: uh, somebody great and elevate them to be even better yeah and she could yes yeah, you know sorry, uh sorry to cut you off but this is very important here here's the uh, sector i'm over the head Apparently Savage hit him so hard there was glass stuck in Warrior's head afterwards and he had to get stitches and everything afterwards. Uh but- do we see any
0: blood coming- or anything happening here?
1: No. no blood. No, it's his hair, his hair is so thick you can't see yeah. that shit. He's legit locked loopy here. There's the elbow from slaughter. One, two, three. The crowd cannot believe it. It's like a Undertaker losing the streak moment right here in the yeah. crowd. Can't believe it fucking sergeant Slaughter has won the wf championship over the Ultimate warrior yeah and now we see savage here setting up the retirement match for wrestlemania 7 it fucking gives me goosebumps man this is such good shit yeah it's nice
0: it's cool i um i don't think i've ever watched this i knew about it but i don't think i ever knew the uh sort of the ongoings of what led up to that match it does or it didn't stick with me anyways and now they uh yeah they run and and beautiful stuff all right so that's like kind of the big uh the big deal i guess of of that show um what we deal the done yet.
1: no no uh next you would have the worst match of the night uh the mountie versus coco beware pretty sure the mountie wins i don't know who gives a shit um, but after that, it's the Royal rumble. <laughs> I mean, I don't care what's say Coco beware sucks. He doesn't believe he doesn't belong in the hall of fame. The Mountie belongs in the hall of fame over Coco beware as so far as I'm concerned, but either way. what a
0: i i love, I really like the Mountie. I thought it, so who is he? He's Jacques Rougeau, is it? Yeah. yeah, I, I thought he was really good. I, and I like him in, in interviews too. I find that he's like uh very, yeah. um uh it seems to come off very well like a french canadian kind of guy very sort of typical but uh the the mountie had a lot of funny stuff uh the mounties thing with big boss man was really funny um where he ended up in jail that was pretty good the loser goes to jail match
1: yeah that was great
0: yeah uh yeah it was entertaining stuff i mean you know um
1: coco nah
0: no, no. But I'd like to take a look in and I was going to bring up something just then about Coco Beware because I agree with you. Coco Beware is the, the reason why the, the uh, okay. Hall of Fame jumped shark or whatever. But um, I was watching or listening to somebody and it might have been Ric Flair and Roddy Piper interview back in the day where they were talking about Coco Ware and um, and giving and giving them props. Um, so it might be interesting to look into it. I mean, I knew Coco Beware, uh, and he was one of the wrestlers that everybody kind of knew. But, you know, it was just because he had that bird, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: He was the bird man.
1: Bird man. That's right.
0: And his name isn't Coco Beware. It's Coco Beware. So you could call him Coco Ware. That's what, like, his like the, the boys in the back, they just call him Coco Ware. Oh, very good yeah let's go ahead oh. what's up Coco where Coco is not that bad that's what they would say Coco Ware didn't ruin the uh Hall of Fame so you said that the uh that the Royal Rumble is up next but I'm seeing like matches upon matches here before we get to that
1: in your rundown oh what's next Ted DiBiase and Virgil oh my God how could I forget yes of course Teddy Biasi and Virgil. So let's watch the promo that Teddy Biasi and Virgil did right before uh, the Royal Rumble. I love this promo; I thought it was hilarious. But it sets up.
0: Being affected.
2: Oh, here we go. Like every red-blooded Texan would say, everything's bigger and better in Texas. Right, Rhodes? Well, I'm here to tell you that there's something bigger and better than Texas right here. My bank account. (laughs) And you
0: say, Dusty Rhodes. I'm this from a podcast that I saw recently, but I think it's too good, and I want to try it here, too. Bishop. Give me your Ted DiBiase laugh. (laughs) Wow. Wow. That's good. That's better than those other guys. I don't think I could do it. It's hard. He's got like, (laughs) no, I can't do it. (laughs) I don't got it.
2: (laughs) Good laugh. Blood is thicker than water. What a noble thing to say in behalf of that punk kid of yours. Well, I'm here to tell you, Dusty Rhodes, that I have something that's thicker than water and thicker than your blood. My money. <laughs> and at the Royal Rumble, Dusty Rhodes, it's gonna be just like I've said it will be all along. When the smoke clears and the dust settles, you and that punk kid of yours will be upon your hands and knees begging, begging for that's pretty
0: good uh i don't know if anybody would notice but they cut from a close-up to a wide angle in the middle of him in a rant and it's seamless
1: i did not notice but you're the producer, so that's why you noticed something when happened. the smoke
2: clears and the dust settles you and that punk killer ears will be upon your hands and knees begging begging for my mercy do you understand that rose begging for my mercy oh no look at this Look at this mess, Virgil. Clean it up. Go on, clean it up. Just like Virgil's cleaning up this mess at the Royal Rumble, I'm going to clean up the biggest mess of all—the Rhodes family. <laughs> little more, a little more. You missed a spot. Uh, he's great stuff.
1: Making, yeah, he's literally making the man clean the dog shit off, or horse shit, whatever it is, off his shoe. <laughs> and so this is planting the seeds for Virgil's turn. Virgil's been, you can see his facial expressions and a lot of the promos building up to this over the past six months or so. He's getting more and more pissed off with of Dibiase's requests. And here we are. We're going to see Dusty and Dustin Rhodes, who turned out to be Goldust, and take
0: there's so much. Uh, there's just so much stuff going on um, with Vince and Dusty Rhodes, and people could say as much as they want that Dusty didn't care about the polka dots, but Dusty is now wrestling a man that they named after uh, after Dusty Rhodes in a derogatory way. Virgil is named Virgil because Dusty Rhodes' real name is Virgil Runnels, and and then Dustin comes back as gold dust shattered dreams productions was uh played before he would always come out on the screen and it's Dusty's kid who's the dream so that's fairly obvious but even making Dustin do that was pro- it seems like it's a rib in retrospect
1: so many ribs and well, who knows why. Who knows why Vince said it against Dusty Rhodes, but
0: I don't know. But then when Virgil goes to WCW and he doesn't have the rights to that character anymore, what do they rename him in WCW?
1: Vincent. After Vince McMahon.
0: <laughs> Very strange.
2: What's the from? Oh out, he got keep wiping him all the time, as, he was, as if he was a baby, but then again it cost him a match. Now,
0: Also, uh, really bought into and loved Virgil, right? They go crazy for this.
1: Oh, yeah, man. They do. What do you
2: think you're doing? You get down there and you pick that stuff up.
0: uh they go on to have their magic mania um yep. so uh, that's Piper a long
1: time coming. yeah I mean yeah that story that was sorry my phone's went off uh that story was years in the making um great yeah it's great story great great payoff Viper is great in the whole thing you know he's he's a great catalyst in putting Virgil over on commentary and, and on the mic, the people love Virgil back then. It's too bad that uh, they turn into a jobber around 1992, but this whole 1991 year for Virgil is fantastic. He's in one of the uh, main matches at WrestleMania. He's in one of the main matches again against Teddy Biasi at SummerSlam 91, where he actually wins the uh, million-dollar championship. Mm. He's, uh, he's part of Bret Hart's team in Survivor Series 91. I mean, fuck, what more do you want?
0: I don't know. I mean, he's, he's turned out to be kind of a weird guy and there's lots of stories of him being a grifter. So he could have had, uh, you know, uh, again, backstage stuff that, uh, and I don't recall him being a great speaker either. Obviously, that was his whole thing. He didn't really have a whole lot to say. So, um, so there isn't meant much for him to go. The next sort of the only promo that I ever really remember him doing is, when Yokozuna uh, squashes him, I think at Survivor Series '92, and then afterwards, um, he's just pathetically is like that Yokozuna. He's he's no joke. You got to watch out for him. He's uh, you know he's the, he's the you know hardest opponent that I've ever had. I didn't stand a chance. This and that.
1: So uh, you can see Virgil wrestle once back in 1993. He lost against Crush in St. John's Newfoundland. St. John's Superland. Yes, sir. Yeah. Nice. Was it uh, Heel Crush? Heel no Crush.
0: Nice. I like Heel Crush. Okay. So now, uh, and it says here that the Rhodes family returns to the WCW immediately after this match. So that's
1: the end of Dusty Rhodes and the polka dots. Uh literally as soon as Dusty walks out of the ring, he goes, gives Bruce Pritchard a hug and takes the fuck off for Atlanta. And we'll see Dustin in five years from now as Goldust, as we said earlier.
0: Good on him. I wonder, Yeah. all right, so now we're going to the Royal Rumble match and what's the story going into it this year?
1: Uh, there's not really any story going into it. It's just because uh, at this point, we still don't have whoever wins the Rumble is going to WrestleMania and all that stuff. So this is just, a big match to um, entertain the crowd basically Uh, at the very end we'll see earthquake and Hogan as the final two that's pretty much the the blow off to their feud you can go back and watch our earthquake and Hogan episode in the archives Uh, but yeah this here will be be the blow off Um, this is the first year in rumble history where 10 or more wrestlers will go 20 minutes or longer in the rumble Rick the model Martel will set the longevity record up to this point at this Rumble with 50 some odd minutes in the ring um this is the first Royal Rumble for the Undertaker there's all kinds of like cool little things sprinkled throughout the the, the Rumble itself
0: cool and um um what uh you know, what does Dave Meltzer think about it? Oh, there's your boy Dio Bravo as well. Uh, we yeah, yeah. <laughs> um yeah, is this uh rumble itself um uh one of your favorites, the actual match? It did that contribute to Dave's uh thing or was he talking more or less about the undercard?
1: He was talking more or less the Undertaker, and same with me as well. The the Hogan or sorry, the Savage and the warrior Sergeant and Slaughter stuff is just amazing. The virtual stuff is amazing. Uh, the rumble itself is okay. It's, uh, it's a little little dragged out at times. But um, if we skip, I think to like the 40 minute mark, if you wanted to just go ahead, we can see uh, Undertaker being eliminated by the Legion of Doom, which I thought is really cool. Uh, there's a, a lot of cool, interesting matchups in, in here. Uh, see, we can just pretty much just skip through the rumble. It's not even that. <laughs> <big>. <laughs> okay. my- so
0: what I- was it that, uh, so, uh, you know, as a, as a fan of the Royal rumble match, why out of all of the Royal rumbles that we could have started off in our first ever Royal rumble month, why was it this one that you wanted
1: to pick? It's just because, you know, 1991, we were, as kids, this is like peak fandom for us kids. You know, we got the Macho King, we got Hogan, we got Warrior, we got er- we got all these cool characters. Uh, I said the the storylines leading into this Royal Rumble, uh, they shaped the WWE for years afterwards. Uh, I love the Savage Warrior stuff. I, I cannot get enough of that. <clears throat> But it's a very important night in WF history. The the war is announced on this night, and they're going to go full sail with the Sergeant Slaughter, anti-American, Iraqi sympathizer stuff. He's going to be burning Hogan's uh, tank top and American flag and all that shit at some point leading up to WrestleMania. I mean, it's going to get wild. the story storylines get wild and 1991 is a great year in WWF it's one of my favorite years all around um 1991, 1992 it's a great era so I just wanted to start off with a little bit of a bang I guess storyline wise, it's uh
0: yeah it's interesting um and I don't know um if they had done this in the previous pay-per-view uh first pay-per-view year but the, they're like uh ending stories in this rumble now so like you said like although hogan and uh earthquake never had a one-on-one pay-per-view match to my knowledge um they can end the feud in the royal rumble by having him eliminate him and then uh you know other people can start feuds by elimination in the beginning and end the feuds at the royal rumble so they're starting to see the advantages that they can take uh with this match
1: exactly and they kind of did the same thing the year prior 1990 where hogan and mr perfect were the last two they had a feud leading into the rumble that was their blow off right oh yeah and hogan and warrior
0: were in that one too right they started that yeah yeah
1: Yeah, exactly so the the earthquake shit here and with all the pro-america war stuff they're definitely setting up even though hogan technically didn't win a wrestlemania main event they're setting up his wrestlemania main event with this win right
0: and uh in terms of star power for this royal rumble um overall um is there much filler in here or is it uh, sort of the uh the the best of the um the best of the bunch
1: there is some filler we get tony atlas dressed up as saba simba uh, uh yeah yeah uh, we we get a shane douglas pre-franchise shane douglas oh.
0: Yeah, his first run. Um, not good, right? Yeah, not good. Shane Douglas is not good. I think we have to just uh, come to that conclusion. He just has not been very good.
1: There may or may not be a Max Moon in there. I, I have no idea. but um, <laughs> We got a little Texas tornado. I saw the Iron Claw. Have you seen it yet? Uh, yes, actually, me and the wife. We just went to theater and saw it a few days ago. Loved it. It's nice. a tear great oh yeah well you're an easy
0: tearjerker though you you cried <laughs> during the, the passion of the Christ
1: that's not true that's not true I laughed during Titanic okay? but, uh, during
0: Titanic will you say now for the record that you did you or did you not cry during the passion of the Christ
1: this is triggering a memory for me is this something that happened years ago that we were he to make fun of me or something or what? No,
0: no, no. no. I just remember. I never saw it. You went and saw it in theaters in Gander, and I remember you came back and said that you cried. No, I did you not. That is a you lie. You did. You said you cried because it came to you how uh, much Jesus uh, did for humanity. That's the truth. I'm not lying. Are you not trolling? This is legit. This is real. This is what you told me. You sat us all down in your basement.
1: I do believe because it it was kind of triggering like a fucking memory that I buried deep down in my soul. So um, I don't know if I did or not, but the story does sound something like I would do and say it does. Yeah. So I'm
0: not surprised that you got the old waterworks going for the iron claw. Uh, Did you like it more or less than the wrestler?
1: Yes, I did you liked the more the wrestler i like both don't get me wrong i like more wrestler <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: what
0: yeah, I, I Oh i thought it was okay i thought that it was okay uh i didn't think it was as good as the wrestler though i thought that like uh it was just so brief; like it didn't really like live in anything. And then I think uh, now my girlfriend really liked it, liked it a lot more than me. But she didn't know any about anything about the story, so I don't know if it was because of that. But I mean, now you know more about
1: the Von Ericks than I do. And yeah, I, I briefed uh, I briefed Susan nice and good before the movie yeah. started. She knew everything was going to happen, but uh, I just want to say something quick. We just saw tugboat get eliminated. Tugboat was supposed to be the original. Uh, Iraqi sympathizer and be in the main event at WrestleMania seven against Hulk Hogan. Right? Yes. That's what tugboat says. That's exactly what was supposed to happen. Uh, Bruce Pritchard confirmed the story. uh,
0: That doesn't make any sense. How do
1: you get tugboat to uh, Iraqi sympathizer? (laughs) Like He he was Hogan's best friend. And it's the way to, um, to really get to Hogan's heartstrings is to have his best friend turn into. It's true. Alien.
0: Everybody knows that if you sympathize uh, against uh, a country that's fighting America, you cannot be friends with Hulk Hogan.
1: Right, but it just so happened that Sergeant Slaughter became uh, available, uh, and Vince thought twice of tugboat and uh, decided to go because he was literally going to call him Chic Tugboat, Chic Tugboat. Yeah. So when Slaughter became available, Vince thankfully came to his senses and uh, decided to go that route. And then he slapped uh, the Iron Sheik with, uh, with Sergeant Slaughter as Colonel Mustafa. Or, yeah, Colonel Mustafa. And then there's Colonel Adnan, who recently passed away as well. RIP, thoughts and prayers, T's and P's. Oh, yeah. Um Definitely glad that we did not get uh, get a sheet tugboat at WrestleMania 7. Uh, yeah,
0: I guess so. I mean, I, I don't think that that main event was anything special anyways. Are you a fan of that uh, Mania 7 main event, uh, Hulk Hogan?
1: I liked it. It got a yeah, nice little color. You know, they got blood going. Mm. Uh, definitely wasn't Hogan's worst match by any means. So, yeah, I'm okay with it. Yeah. I, I think Hulkamania
0: was really was like on its deathbed at that at this point actually and i've heard that in this match they've actually um people have said that they've sweetened the crowd because people were booing him and it only got worse the the so it's next year that him and sid have the thing and and he pulls sid out and people are audibly booing him but i think the end of hulkamania is we're witnessing it right here it begins 100%, the beginning of the end
1: 100 correct um in real life they noticed this, and they wanted him to send Hogan over to the troops in Iraq as a publicity um, uh, thing, was it? To get but but they weren't allowing anybody to go over at, at the time because of the war. So what they ended up doing with Hogan is Hogan visited the families of all the uh, people in the in the armed forces and the Marines and stuff like that. And he would go oh to all the homes and visit the family just so they would cheer for him. Holy fuck! I mean, yeah, like, that's disgusting. That's disgusting. um yeah that's really like will
0: turn your heart to stone it's so cynical um but i mean it goes to show it's like they had run out of everything so it's like all right i guess like we got a the storyline is hogan uh loves america yeah which works i mean he always was about america but he starts wearing the bandana with the stars and stripes and stuff in it, and it's like it's a surefire sign that you uh aren't getting over on your personality anymore no it's it's like when a baby face goes to town you know it's like the cheap pop you know sort of yeah you it for the entire country though
1: yeah exactly
0: now we've already done a show about uh about the earthquake i don't think we covered
1: this part of it though did we oh we didn't we left off at SummerSlam 1990 so this is just right after that
0: one of our worst episodes ever <laughs> but go back and watch it in the archives yeah do it do it Oh. <laughs> right, so I didn't know we should have ended it off here I didn't I thought that that was just the end of it was that tag team match
1: it was oh. a tag team match wasn't it tag team no there was no tag team
0: oh was- yeah, no, no you're right yeah it was one on one. What was uh, who was in his uh, tugboat was in his corner, right? Right. Was, yeah, yeah. Tugboat was in his corner.
1: Uh, Boss man was a special referee, and it was Hogan. Yes. Right. All right, bish. Yeah, we can we can uh, flick this off now. Hogan's going to give him the big boot, leg drop, and a big toss over the top rope here. Oh yeah! Look at that.
0: I am a big fan of earthquake. Uh, I gotta say, I think, uh, he, he stumbles around like he, he has no problem, uh, putting the other guy over, but I wonder, no. I'm curious as to how they needed to, uh, reach. Oh,
1: there it goes.
0: Cool.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. You can say. USA.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, there you go. And that's the end of the Chronicles. Our Royal Rumble edition. First time. And uh, Royal Rumble month will be running wild here, Aaron. Yes, sir. BWF uh, Wrestling uh, Podcast. But we're not done yet. No, in fact. We're well. We're not getting just getting started, but uh, we have a couple more segments, anyways, right?
1: Um, Including our new segment, which will have a big, huge, special announcement regarding. There you go. Yes, and WrestleMania
0: what a tease in the meantime we are continuing on with the uh with the labors uh no good pay-per-views or anything happening we missed Wrestle Kingdom so we are doing Royal Rumble trivia sir. The trivia is back. So Aaron, we're going three for three, and we will see who goes up. If you lose this time, then uh, uh, you lose this time, you get a punishment and i think that's it or something and if i don't then uh, i gotta do uh, somehow i gotta do the equivalency of you doing uh your santa thing so uh, i guess i would have to go dressed up as a wrestler and partake in an activity that is normally just for children something like that so you get to pick it. i don't know what the hell that would be
1: yeah we'll figure it out but something like that sure
0: so, uh, I lost last time. So I think that means I get to at least choose who goes first. And I'm going to say that it is me. I'm going to go first. World Rumble trivia. In this particular uh, trivia, we are going from uh, just the beginning and stopping before the Attitude Arrow, which would have been uh, the first World uh, Rumble uh, to 1997 that in mind aaron what is the first title to ever be defended at the royal rumble
1: wow fuck the first title i'm gonna say the woman's tag team championship that why are you fucking
0: around you knew what it was immediately Uh, Don't waste our time here. Come on. uh, Go for it. Go for it. One for three, Aaron.
1: Who was in the final four of the 1997 Royal Rumble? Uh,
0: So that would be. Now, okay. So in the 1997 Royal Rumble, the Royal Rumble, they would go on to have the, um, the rematch that had Brett, uh, Brett, Brett, Vader, Stone Cold, <clears throat> and Taker. Brett Vader. Brett, Vader, Stone Cold, Taker. I don't know that that necessarily is what was the, um, final four of the match uh, because 1997 now you're, you I, I always do this you somehow managed to find something that is confusing so uh, because stone cold got eliminated and then the reason why they had to do that again do the uh pay-per-view again was because uh stone cold got back into the match and screwed over brett So my question to you is, when you say the final four, are you talking about the legitimate final four, Aaron, or are you talking about the final four that includes
1: Stone Cold Steve Austin as the winner? So as you're talking about, there's the final four pay-per-view where they have the final four participants in the main event. But that being said, I am asking you the legitimate final four of the 1997
0: Roll Rumble. Uh, Royal Rumble. <sighs> um, so, okay. So it's Brett and it's Undertaker and it's not stone cold Steve Austin. So it's Brett undertaker, Brett undertaker, Vader.
1: okay Stone and Cold. it's fine because stone cold technically won you can use stone cold as the final four it's fine
0: vader and vader and uh undertaker were in that match they were so you would think that the final four would be stone cold bret hart uh take her her invader but you made that distinction so so i don't believe that to be the case then
1: (laughs) otherwise what what? exactly what i'm going for
0: um Mania. Okay. So is Sid in there then? No, because Sid, um, fight Shawn Michaels. Um, 20 seconds. I'm going to say Stone Cold Bret Hart Undertaker and uh, uh,
2: I'm just trying to think.
0: Who would... D- Diesel is going to be my 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 guess?
1: What fake Diesel? That's your guess. You just happen to guess fake. T- you son of a bitch! <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> what well, are you talking about fake Diesel or real Diesel? What yeah, Royal Rumble is this again? Ninety-seven. So yeah, fake Diesel. Yeah, it's fake Diesel. You're right. It's fake Diesel. Taker, Brett, and Stone Cold. <laughs> Tricky
0: with me there. It's a trick off, I guess. (laughs) I got uh, good questions. I got three really good questions. You threw me off with that last one, though. So obviously, you've been doing a little bit of research, which is disconcerting for me. Now, I got... all right we'll see how this one goes 1993 was the first time a royal rumble began with two former champs who were they
1: 1993 began with two former champs like world champions yes bob Backlund was number two 1993 number one former world champion fuck do I get a talk us through it do I get them up with choice here no Former <laughs> world champions oh but it must be flair it must be flair and backland that's what I'm going for
0: fish are you thinking this off the top of your head?
1: Possibly. Uh, which, Royal Rumble, <laughs> which Royal Rumble had the first, t- uh, which Royal Rumble had a tag team start out number one and number two for the first time.
0: So not who the tag team is, but what Royal Rumble was it? Cause, uh because it was can you hear my cat now by the way I
1: just heard one little meow yeah okay one time (laughs) (laughs) in the meantime folks if you want to go back and watch any of our previous episodes or archived episodes you can watch on our YouTube channel at the hunting party or you can go to bwfpodcast.com from there you can answer you can ask us any questions where you'll be Uh, Enter to win this wonderful, beautiful, or one similar to this BWF slash NWA championship title. Look at that beautiful thing. All you have to do is write in any question wrestling related and you'll be entered into the draw. As I think of other things to say. Oh, perfect. Here it comes, <laughs> All right,
0: that was good.
2: You did a
1: good job. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So which oh, there's a cattail. <laughs> yeah. Had cool. a lot of men. God, I had to let him in. God love him. Yeah, which Raw Rumble featured the first tag team ever to enter number one and number two.
0: 22. So I so I remember um i remember it i remember the nasty boys doing it at one point i don't think they were the first and that could be a wrong memory maybe they didn't start it off but definitely it was um either a legion of doom or uh or um the guys that uh demolition it was either one of one of those guys that were like didn't have a problem fighting each other. So... Uh, so, 93 started off with Backlund and Flair. 92 was the year that Flair won. We just watched 91, and it didn't start. It started with Brett. Um, so, I think I don't think it would be... the first time I can't remember 1990 we were just saying was when they started to um really start to fit play with the format and you know all bets are off kind of thing but who started the match in 1990
1: We need some Jeopardy music going on here, yeah. <laughs> da,
2: da, 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 we got-
0: after the uh well, after the pepperno. You don't want that kitty i'm gonna guess uh 89 is gonna be my guess for this
1: yeah you're right
0: aaron sorry see how i was able to deduct it by thinking Mm -hmm. who is The only undefeated wrestler in the Royal Rumble.
1: What do you mean, the only undefeated wrestler in Royal Rumble? Someone who's only participated in Royal Rumbles and won all of them? Yes. Wow. wowie Wow. Wow. Bret Hart. Bret Hart. Yeah. No, 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 what am I saying? Oh, no. Not my final answer. Not my final answer. I, well, like,
0: I, I asked you to repeat it and you said it. All right. I I'm not going to be a bad guy about this. Uh, all right. Why did you say Bret Hart?
1: I don't know. I thought of like 94 with him and Luger. And then for some reason, I just didn't think of all the other times he's in as a tag team wrestler. So that was just stupid, um, I mean, you're on the right path. We'll say that. Not Stone Cold. And it's. All right, let's just go through the winners. There's a Jim Duggan. How many Rumbles was Duggan in? How many Rumbles was Duggan in? Just the one? Oh, I don't remember Duggan. Was he in 91 though? Oh, fuck. I am Big John Stud. Big John Stud.
2: Oh.
1: Sorry, say it again.
0: You had it. It was right there. Was it Duggan? Duggan. <laughs> Oh, I'm joking. It was. It was Big John Studd, you son of a bitch. You got it. (laughs) John Studd never competed in another Royal Rumble after the very first one that he was in that uh, won. So there you go. Amazing. What do you got for me? Hold on. Wait.
1: Sean Michaels, HBK. Yes, won. I'm aware of him. <laughs> he won the Royal Rumble from the number one position in the 1995 Royal Rumble. Yes. How long, how long was he in the Royal Rumble? Was it A, 30 minutes? B, 35 minutes? C, one hour? Or D, 45 minutes?
0: Okay, so um, I know... What
1: approximately?
0: Yes, 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 yes. So I know that uh, the year that he won was one of the shortest Royal Rumbles, um, and so I think that on average people were coming in at about one a minute. Um, because in the research for doing this, I saw that um, I saw that it was uh, I saw that it was. I think it might have been ninety, the ninety-one or ninety-two Royal Rumble that they uh, dipped down from two minutes to ninety seconds. Was a long way of me saying that. So, um, I, and I don't think this is a fair question, by the way.
2: <laughs> <all that bullshit. laughs>
0: um because uh uh, because i mean to say to say 30 35 one hour and then 40 anyways um and then say it's approximate so like (sighs) so
1: is this uh, like is no, it's not 30 minutes. I'll give you that right now. You know, it's not 30 because, you know. Yeah,
0: yeah. So, but is this like uh, prices is right as is close to the actual number without going over
1: or what? I guess so. I mean, like, okay, you have 35 minutes, 40 minutes, 45 minutes. Yeah. In an hour. Sure. Sure. Fuck the hour. 30 35
0: well, or 30. i don't think that it was i don't think it was 40 minutes i don't think it was but i don't know that it was closer to 35 is what i'm saying like i i think that it could have been 39 minutes
1: okay how have this have this 35 minutes or shit 40 minutes 50 minutes an hour how about that i'll give it to you i'm literally giving it to you 40 right now. 40 minutes then <laughs> 30 it's fucking 38 minutes god damn it <laughs> i mean that's a confusion i told you it's a bad question it was a bad question you're right you're right it was a bad question 38 minutes but that's crazy to think about he actually won a roll rumble in less than 40 minutes
0: <laughs> yeah i know it's really takes away the impressiveness of his uh thing and then it kind of puts a little bit of a shine on uh chris Benoit's because he won the iron man record the year that he went uh one to 30
1: right yep he did and that would stand until uh um, ray mysterio would break it
0: i always have a backup i always have a backup a plan b as triple h would say 1993 featured um the last time we would see a duo uh at a pay-per-view wwf pay-per-view and I'm not giving you anything else other than that who was this tag team that we would never see again after the 1993 Royal Rumble pay-per-view
1: so it was an actual tag team
0: mm. No, it's a (laughs)
1: duo. Like just two separate people or were they like teaming together? Were they feuding together? Like what? Just give me something, something. They were not
0: fighting each other. No, like two separate people. They were not in a
1: wrestling match against each other. Not in a wrestling match against each other, a duo that we knew. It's the last time you would ever see
0: them together on a WWF pay-per-view.
1: And it's not a real tag team. No. Jesus Christ. I literally don't even know where to begin in this. I
0: thought that you would have gotten this. This is why it's my last one. I thought this was... uh, Sort of an easy one.
1: Well, I know that Flair won't be seen on pay per view again after this. He was on the Raw a couple, uh, the Raw the night after against Mr. Perfect, and Mr. Perfect sent him out of town. So I'm going to say Ric Flair, but he would come back again later on, and, and like, God damn it! <laughs> I'm glad to say Flair because he left. So Flair. No, on. Up. When you say they left and we never see him again, we never literally see him in WWE ever again, like ever. Or is Flair one of them? If Flair's one of them? Just tell me right now. Uh,
0: I'm not. I'm not giving you any names. <laughs> you uh, You would see them again, but not together.
1: Okay, I'm gonna go for Ric Flair's number one final answer, and. Oh my God! Perfect would stick around. Would Perfect stick around? He would come back in 1995. God damn it! And they didn't wrestle each other. I'm going Perfect and Flair. Final answer.
0: It's for real this time. Royal Rumble, is the last time that we would hear from commentary duo, Bobby the Brain Heenan and Gorilla Monsoon.
1: That's good. I didn't even think about commentary. That's well, good.
0: I thought that you, that's what you were going for. I thought that you were going to say Flair and Heenan, and I didn't want to give you anything, but I thought that was going to be your guess
1: was Flair and Heenan. Cool. Good one. question I guess that means I lose huh (laughs) it does
0: well I mean I guess yeah yeah I think so yeah I think
1: I think so I think
0: so and so Aaron uh with that and me being the winner that moves you to the to the very top now of the six labors oh you get to keep your belt because The punishment before losing your belt is called dealer's choice, and you're going to wish you could give up your belt after you hear what I get to do. Are you ready for this?
1: I'm ready for this.
0: With dealer's choice, the other person, so if roles were reversed, whoever the winner will say gets to pick the topic we cover on next week's
2: episode is that it. <laughs>
0: We're doing the Reign of Terror, Part Two, ladies and gentlemen.
2: Oh,
1: no! goddamn it!
0: <laughs> I knew you thought I forgot about a bishop. I knew you thought I forgot about it, but I didn't. I've been waiting for it. Oh, the this ladies and gentlemen. Oh, he was saying to me, oh, the ratings were so bad on the terror, Reign of Terror episode part one. We cannot do it again. We were gonna reformat the entire thing. Yeah. Well, guess what? We're doing it. And you know what? I might even say we're redoing it. Maybe I'm thinking now that we're in a visual capacity that seeing this is believing. So it might even be a redo of Reign of Terror Part 1.
1: But that's next week, ladies and gentlemen. It will not be a redo of Reign of Terror Part 1. I guarantee it. (laughs) God damn it, Condon. Are you trying to kill our audience? We just made over 2,000 views. We're gonna drop right back down to thirty after this. Oh my god! I don't know, dude. I guess you should probably
0: be a little bit better with your wrestling trivia if you didn't want to ruin our momentum.
1: Sorry, I bitch. Want- I don't even want to do the research for it. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: That was a fantastic uh DB auth. See, uh, laugh. I got to say, your best one ever. Thank you.
1: Oh, my soul is a little bit crushed right now, knowing we got to do the Ring and Chair Part 2 next week. I'm not gonna- Oh,
2: man,
0: it's so good. I'm yeah. excited and I think our fans are going to be excited and uh might be our highest rated episode ever. I'm already predicting it right now. Um So that to look forward to next week. And you know, we used to do this a lot more. We would tease up tee up what we're doing next week, you know? And people loved that. So uh we're getting it uh we're (laughs) we're getting in the right place uh here in twenty twenty-four. Uh we're organized, and so Reign of Terror Part two. Last we left off, it was Booker T's uh devastating loss at mania 19 so we will pick it up after there and i don't know how late we go uh I guess we'll we'll discuss that but uh what a rain aaron let's talk about some good stuff though some better stuff i should say what is in the news this week
1: what is in the news this week oh yeah sasha banks's name is in the news this week where is she going to go? Is she going to go WWE? Is she going to go to AEW? Fuck, who knows? But her, she's going to be signing somewhere really soon. The rumors are running rampant. I, I thought she was going to AEW, excuse me personally, but apparently uh, a couple of reports have come out that she might actually be going to the WWE now. So we'll see where she shows up. Uh, where do you think she should show up?
0: Is that what it's saying now? I think that she's going to AEW, but it's just, um, I I personally don't care i don't think that she's going to be a needle mover but um the from what the reports online are uh, her fan base apparently is rabid uh, so maybe we will but i've never been a huge fan of sasha banks i don't think that she can cut a promo uh, as we'll see wherever she debuts um but i hope she gets paid nonetheless you know i mean um This thing with women's wrestling, I I find it like a little disingenuous because I don't think it's women fans that are going around harassing people on behalf of Sasha Banks. Maybe I'm wrong. I mean, Taylor Swift fans, Swifties go around doing it, so it's not like it's above or below women to harass people that uh, they're uh, huge fans of. But I I think that uh, her fans are mostly dudes that uh, are just in love with her um, because I think that if she had a huge female fan base, it would mean that she would have to be a better wrestler. So I don't think she's as good of a wrestler as Bailey or as, uh, Charlotte. And I don't think she's as good of a promo as Bailey or Becky. So, um, yeah. So, anyways, uh, she was posting some stuff with Triple H on in the background. Naomi's been, uh, you know uh, reported that she's going back there's but I don't think it's happening I think
1: it's AEW I also think it's AEW as well um that you know let's say Sasha Banks is a bad wrestler because she does have some good matches under her belt her match with Bailey at NXT TakeOver is one of the better women's matches of the past 10 years uh I really like the WrestleMania 30 fuck was the one in Dallas 32 i guess it was the triple threat with her charlotte and uh, and becky i thought that was a really great match as well but yeah uh not a needle mover as you say um it is what it is
0: and you know uh and just side note um bailey i saw bailey for the first time um and i've always uh, you know like bailey's work i i was i thought that bailey was not going to be able to do anything after they took away her hugger character um but um but i think bailey might be the most talented overall of those four uh you know group that group of four. So.
1: i think so too
0: yeah um and uh she has a huge ass <laughs>
2: I was like, wow
0: yeah i have no idea no idea uh god love her for it aaron what else we got
1: uh the big news of the week is the rock has finally come back to the wwe are we going to see rock versus roman at elimination chamber or are we going to see rock versus roman at wrestlemania what does this mean for cody rhodes what's going to happen conan what are your thoughts and situation
0: i don't know and i don't even really want to go on the record anymore because uh, i think it was just last episode we were doing our year end and being like you know the time for roman and rock is passed i think you said specifically it was too late for that match i said i didn't think that cody had anything left or i thought that the that the bloodline storyline was done we were we've been on the record over and over again saying the shit is over uh and um you know uh directly afterwards the rock comes back and now lights a fire underneath it i hope it's not going to be at the elimination chamber i hope it would mean that there would be a night one of uh you know rock and roman and Winter goes on to face cody um or something uh, along the lines but i don't know i've read today uh that people are are, are assuming that cm punk they're not assuming they're they're speculating that cm punk might win the rumble this year and so i don't know what what happened i mean it's it's a given now that like um that if you don't win the rumble then the next match the the other title match is going to be decided at the Elimination Chamber um typically that seems to be the case so I I don't know I mean um I hope that that match does not happen at Elimination Chamber though um I don't see why why would they do that down in Australia
1: well, The Rock's been promoting himself to wish the kids that he's going to Australia, so I think the match is going to happen down there. What I think is going to happen, Punk is going to win the Rumble. Mm. He's going to go on to play Seth. Sola Sokoa is going to win the Andre the Giant Battle Royal on the SmackDown before WrestleMania. He's not going to be on the show. Okay. <laughs> That's my prediction for him. Uh, Cody, wrote, I think the match. Sorry, uh, I'm going ahead of myself. I think Roman and Rock are going to have a match at Elimination Chamber. I think Cody's going to win the Chamber. Rock and Roman are going to have a screw job finish where there's no um, decisive.
0: <laughs> it's because you did thumbs up. <laughs> like, I was watching enough. the other day that when you remember you did the thumbs down and it started raining. I don't know how you do that.
1: <laughs> All right, I don't know. So Cody wins the chamber. It's going to be a three way match at WrestleMania. Rock Cody and Roman. That's my that's my opinion.
0: Ah, okay. Um, I don't like that.
1: <laughs> I don't like that for some reason.
0: <laughs> but it makes sense. Um, I, I'm because. I don't know. I mean, is the rock, gonna? the rock is up there in age. He hasn't done it in a while. Everybody knows that you got to get your cardio up and get back in ring shape. And he was sucking wind pretty heavily after that elbow drop on Jindar Mahal. So mm-hmm. I don't know if he, like, I mean, so it would make sense that there would be a triple threat because he wouldn't have to do as much, but him doing two matches, I don't know. Um, but I hope so. I hope he's at WrestleMania. Do you know why, Aaron? Why, Conan? Why I'm do you... I'm going to let you do it. Right, here we go. It's because of this big thing that you've been teasing the entire episode and doing it like a pro, like a real broadcaster. So I think it's time now that we finally do the big reveal and uh, on your uh, time.
1: the bwf wrestling podcast is going to wrestlemania that's right folks we are going to go to wrestlecon this year and we are going to be uh, a gonna-
0: WrestleCon. we will be there you'll be able to see us alongside sting uh Kevin Nash the BWF wrestling podcast we're going to be doing a lot of content while they're there and we're going to go uh, see a little uh, wrestling show um a couple of wrestling shows actually but obviously we'll be going to check out WrestleMania but it will be our one year anniversary what a year it's been we'll get into that uh when the time comes but for now it's official. The, book, the tickets have been booked. It's happening. WrestleMania 40 in Philadelphia. It's your boy, Bish, and the con man. That's
1: Let's great. up with that. Bish and the con man. That's good. That's good. All right. All right you say, yeah, we're going to be doing some live streaming down there. We're going to have all kinds of interviews. Hopefully, um, you know, Kevin Sullivan and Andrew Anderson have been nice enough to say that they'll live cast a podcast down there with us and uh, get people like Dan Grell and hopefully some Nasty Boy or whoever else is, is around. Hopefully we can have some chats with them. Any fans, any of you who are around our booth, please come around, say hello, get yourself on the bwf wrestling podcast and get yourself some merch maybe a sticker or something like that who knows business cards we're going to have all kinds of crazy shit.
0: all right and we're going to be talking about this trip as uh, we plan it and i'm glad that you brought that up and i was going to text you about this i don't think why are we getting business cards we shouldn't get business cards we should get so- nobody uses business cards anymore bish when was the last time People use
1: business cards, especially. You no, know, you're these- living
0: in the past, buddy. You're living in the past. <laughs> whoever you got, that uh, whoever your hookup is, maybe we could talk to them and see what else they offer. Like these stickers here; these are high quality stickers, Bishop. They, oh I accidentally had one in my pocket. I put it through the wash. It's still stuck afterwards. These are the best, and and people they can put it on the back of their ipad case if they wanted to you know they could do whatever they want with it with a business card you know what's going to happen with a business card bishop do you know what people Technical. are going to do with the bishop's card ah oh, nice wow, wow. Uh, you need some more it looks like um you know what the you know what people do with the, with the business cards yeah. do you they use them for cork for the weed for the exactly filter. exactly it's used as cork for the weed so you know uh we'll talk about it and we'll talk about a whole lot more as we put together the trip and we decide who's important to see you got a big list of people that you want to go and mark out for I have a list of one uh and uh and we'll get more into that and uh find out more about what is going to be happening at WrestleCon uh get ourselves a nice Philly Chi steak have you ever had one have you been to Philadelphia before never been to
1: Philly I've uh, had cheesesteak, but I've never had a Philly Not the. Event. Yeah, me
0: either. So so this is going to be a good time.
1: Yes. And you know what? Our our road to WrestleMania is nothing but uh, short of extraordinary as well. We have lots of interviews coming up. Uh, more independent wrestlers from the East Coast and down in the States. Also, next week, Knockdown Wood should have our interview with former Wyatt family member Rowan on the go oh, wow announcing yes I get to see I'm him not going to
0: say anything this time last time I I laughed in your face with your optimism so have at it I'm learning my thing for 2024 is to shut the fuck up a little bit <laughs>
1: Now, this interview with Rowan is not going to be an extensive interview like it was at Ken Sullivan. It's literally it's going to be a few questions, short, bam, bam, bam kind of thing. But still, Rowan has agreed to come on the show, answer these questions. And, yeah, it should be it should be great. Uh, I can't wait, especially, in my opinion, to have somebody on the show that's going to be a future Hall of Famer. One day he will accept the award for the Wyatt family. We all know it. So, it'll be yeah. good. Yeah.
0: That would be kind of like... uh uh like Ringo like being the person that accepts some major award on behalf of the Beatles sure (laughs) I like Ringo I think Ringo is the most (laughs) well-adjusted of all the Beatles yeah yeah um but really looking forward to that looking forward to how you go about it
1: uh um yeah, I haven't really thought about how I'm going to do it yet. I'm I'm kind of like, do I go kayfabe and be in character, or do I le- legit just ask him like legit questions? Maybe even a little bit of both. I have no idea. So see what we'll-
0: feels natural. You know, uh, he seems like he's a nice guy, and uh, and uh, you come off as a nice guy as well. I know the truth, but you come off as a nice guy as well. <laughs>
1: Less than (laughs) anything.
0: So I think that it'll work out great. You know, Aaron, before we go, I just got to say that if people out there want to follow us, you got to like and subscribe and put the notifications on for the YouTube channel. Go to the BWFpodcast.com website to see all the previous stuff uh the archives mostly the audio stuff which we have not been updating and I keep on remembering that we should be doing that
1: I Uh, know anyway it's all better YouTube these days it's fine that's right
0: friendship with Spotify is over new best friend is YouTube (laughs) and that's all I got to say Aaron thank you again for another lovely week it looks like 2024 is gonna somehow even be better
1: than last year Yes, yes, I cannot wait to see where we are a year from now. Well, don't and, go, don't go wishing away the year. Okay? No, 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 no. Not. I don't want to wish away the, the year for any. No, I want to stop and smell the roses. Enjoy this journey that we're all taking together. Um, as I said, everybody out there is going to see how we're putting together a trip from the base up. If anybody of you have a podcast, and uh, you know, are thinking about maybe doing something like this, or even just uh, as a fan, even just as good. a fan
0: yeah that's true and we got a lot of people that have been asking us to uh, do this cross platforming stuff so this would be a good time uh, good thought
1: Aaron take us home please if you want to give us some money so we can interview Sting Kevin Nash, Kurt Angle, Trish Stratus and everybody else at WrestleCon go to Kofi.com and give us your goddamn monies we need it But besides that, everybody, see you next week. Thank you so much for joining us again. It's always been a pleasure. Condon, I hope you have a great week. We'll talk to you soon, my friend.